Hello and welcome to Taskmaster Down Under the Podcast. I'm your host Casey and this is the very first episode. Woohoo! So welcome. I'm very excited that you're here with me listening to my thoughts and opinions on Taskmaster Australia episode one. I mean, what are you expecting from this podcast? I don't know. I don't know you. But lower your expectations is probably the only thing I'll, I'll say. I might say something else. You know, I don't have the celebrities that Ed Gamble does. I don't have the stats of Jack and Lou. I'm just a one-person machine who sat up all night re-watching Taskmaster because she takes zero notice of the points and couldn't remember what they were, and then making a table, which I never do in Word. And here I am, ready to talk to you all. So I've put in a fair bit of effort, and I'm starting to realise that my full-time job is getting in the way of my hobbies. So... How are we going to fix that? We're just going to do this podcast and hopefully edit it as little as possible because I'm perfect and I get things perfect the first time. That is how my brain works. Yes, I do have a pretty severe anxiety disorder. (laughs) That'll become apparent, don't worry. Anyway, just so everyone knows, because I totally understand we all work differently and our brains work differently, I just want to make it very clear that I love Taskmaster with all of my heart. And I suppose I've had to look at Taskmaster through a slightly different kind of more critical eye in order to do this so that when I'm by myself, I can, I guess, have an opinion that isn't just Tom was right. Tom was right again. All five points. Everyone's amazing. I'm going to be pretty critical. So just a heads up, it's not meant in a mean way. And I'm more just saying this in case all the celebrities are listening and now they're afraid to come on and talk to me. Not that I've asked them. Anyway, let's start talking about Taskmaster episode one foot juice that is the episode title foot juice and I love it it sounds disgusting (laughs) anyway our contestants this series are Danielle Walker Jimmy Reese Julia Morris Luke McGregor and Nina Oyama and obviously Taskmaster himself is Tom Gleason and Taskmaster assistant the TA is Tom Cashman kind of annoying having two Toms double Tom situation But we're going to just do our best with that and see what happens. I guess I'll make it clear who I'm talking about, but we don't know. Let's start with the prize task, which was the most beautiful thing. Now, maybe in thinking about what I was going to say here, I've given you a warning earlier about how everything's just lighthearted and I'm not a horrible person. Because what I'm about to say is going to sound awful. All of the prizes were freaking shit. I've even stopped myself from saying fucking shit because I got scared of swearing even though it's my own podcast (laughs) and I swear all the time. So if you do not like swearing, I strongly suggest you don't listen to my podcast. Just in case. But yeah, most beautiful thing. (laughs) They they did an awful job. Come on, guys. (laughs) So we had Danielle bring in a couture fishing shirt, which got her five points, which honestly, I think it was the most beautiful out of the five things. But when the task is the most beautiful thing, I don't know, I feel like maybe these guys were taking the piss a bit here because, I don't know, I'm going to move past the couture fishing shirt because I honestly don't really have an opinion on it. It didn't appeal to me. I didn't think it was beautiful. I think Danielle would look beautiful in it if she goes to the Logies, as she promised. So that's something to look forward to. But did it deserve five points? Maybe three. I would have given her three. Jimmy brought in an image, which was a tweet about Kitty Flanagan being the preferred taskmaster, that Tom would be okay at it. I mean, see, I'm being very judgmental, but I did feel like that that is not the most beautiful thing, and it did not deserve four points. Sorry, Jimmy, 
But again, most beautiful thing. I don't think that could could qualify. I mean, I've seen tweets with pictures of llamas. I would say those tweets are more beautiful. I've I've seen tweets with images of me, and they're more beautiful. Oh, that's such a compliment to me. But anyway, he got four points for that. I would have given him one. <laughs> I'm I'm very mean. Okay. Julia got three points for bringing in a mug with an image of a young Tom Gleason in his university days. Three points. Tom definitely could have given himself way more points because surely he finds himself beautiful. Come on, Tom, like have some self-confidence, get some self-esteem, you know, believe in yourself. Whoever you are listening right now, you are beautiful. You need to remember that. Um, so, I mean, he should have at least given himself four points. Like go above halfway. Luke McGregor bought in an alarm clock, which was ridiculous, to remind himself of the sunrise slash or the sunset. So he's let everyone down there. He's let me down. He's let himself down. He's let Australia down. We've all been let down. Because he could have bought in a painting of the sunset, a picture of the sunset. He could have bought in a sun lamp. He could have bought in a squishy ball with a, that was in the shape of a sun. And they probably would have been more beautiful than an alarm clock. So, you know, I don't disagree with what Tom said. I think Tom said, you've brought in something we already have. I mean, yeah, we have it on our phones. I agree. But that that doesn't make it the most beautiful thing or the least beautiful. It's just a clock. One point, nothing I can do about that. You deserve it, Luke. Sorry. (laughs) Nima, that sounded awful. You deserve it, Luke. Oh my God. Oh my, thank Christ I'm not the taskmaster. I'd be awful. I'd be so mean. Power hungry. All right, Nina brought in a cigarette buck. Buck? Butt? She brought in a cigarette butt with a lipstick stain and got two points. I don't know. Come on, Nina. You're a big fan of Taskmaster. You know you can't be doing that with your prize task. I just, no. Okay, anyway. I can't keep going. I can't talk any more about the prize task because it's not full of kindness or joy (laughs) or any of that stuff. I feel like I should be full of reading this out. Instead, I'm just filled with anger that that was the start of the show. I really hope they put in more effort to their prize tasks because I'm pretty sure after listening to some other podcasts, which we won't mention the name of, well, actually we can. Anyway, I listened to the Taskmaster podcast um, with Ian Sterling and Ed Gamble. That was the recent, one of the recent ones. And they were saying that you get an opportunity to change your prizes once you start filming the show. You've got an opportunity once you understand the format to change your prizes. So I really hope these five went away and went, Hmm, maybe we should change a few things. <sighs> Task one. <laughs> Task one was remove the balloon. You may not touch or step into the caravan. Fastest wins. Your time starts now. We open with this incredible image of Jimmy just blowing. Jimmy's blowing and blowing and blowing and he's huffing and puffing and he's like the big bad wolf and it was amazing. I was puffed. I don't know if you can hear me breathing. I have asthma and I also have a cold. <laughs> But I'm puffed doing this podcast and I was puffed watching him breathing air and I was so freaking impressed that he got it to move. So well done on that, Jimmy. It was your, it was probably the first thing any run would think of. Like I also thought you'd blow the balloon. But then I went, no, that's so stupid. I'm not going to be able to blow that far. But he did it. So that was great. We also had Julia. I mean, I actually don't really know what Julia was trying to do. She was in the basket. She broke the basket. She was trying to lift up the window. She she had she tried to step in at one point. She had linen or pants or something that she wiggled in on. Turns out her and Jimmy both disqualified. 
they both touched the caravan, which none of us knew about until the end, which was a huge surprise. I assume I don't have to tell you it was a surprise because I assume you watched it and you know. But anyway, surprise. Then we had Nina and Danielle who were shown together for the reasons, as I'm about to say. They both use the oars. So Nina used the oars as chopsticks or tongs, I suppose, to manoeuvre them in through the window and get the balloon out to the door and then get it. Brilliant. So freaking brilliant. I feel like I would have walked straight past the oars and not even thought about them once. They're just stuck to the side of the New Zealand Taskmaster house. If anyone who doesn't know, it was filmed in New Zealand at the New Zealand Taskmaster house. Studios were done in Australia. Anyway, brilliant. Loved it. Danielle, so as I said, she used the tapes. Oh, it was Danielle that got Tom to open the window. See, lucky I made notes, guys. That's why I made notes. Danielle got Tom to open the window, which means she didn't touch anything with her hands. And then she did something that honestly, like, made my jaw drop. She rolled up the tape so it was sticky on the outside and then stuck it to the oar and put the oar into the caravan and then lifted the balloon out after it had stuck to the sticky tape. That was a terrible explanation, but it was so freaking good. She was a genius. It was incredible. Incredible work from Danielle. Then we saw Luke. Oh, Luke. Luke immediately, like, touches the caravan by sliding in on his ass. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Instant disqualification, no argument there. What can you do? And to be honest, three disqualifications in the first task is probably the best way we could have started. You know, and it's a little bit maybe of what I'm trying to do right now, but that was the perfect brutal taskmaster moment where he just went, you know what, I'm the taskmaster and you're all getting zero points because those were the rules and you broke the rules. There was no leniency, there was no, oh, well, you only touched it once or you did this. It was no, you, you did it, zero points. So yeah, I was really happy with that. <laughs> For the first time I've ever said I'm really happy that there was a mass disqualification of something. Anyway, that whole thing was perfection. Um, Nina ended up with the full five points because she only took three minutes and 18 seconds, whereas Danielle took five minutes, 18 seconds and got four points. So there we go. That is task one out of the way. I'm going to have a, a sip of water because I'm tired, and then I'll be back in a second to talk to you about uh, task two. Okay, task two. Create a minute-long montage of your life. Best looking life wins. You have 45 minutes. Your time starts now. I mean, that's a pretty epic task. I must say, I instantly thought this leans into Jimmy's skills. I don't know if you guys have seen Jimmy on Facebook or TikTok or whatever app exists but he does a lot of um montage type stuff so I guess I'll cover him actually I'll do Julia first because Julia just did a slideshow using her movie maker on her iPhone or something where she had pictures from when she was a baby through to her with uh the hot doctor not my name for him I'm not objectifying him that's what she calls him Dr Chris Brown the vet and then somehow she had a, I mean, not somehow, she obviously met her, but Whoopi Goldberg, freaking incredible to have that in there. Just a shame that she used a photo slideshow instead of a montage. And also, I love Julia, but her soundtrack, she sang her own soundtrack, and I mean, I thought the soundtrack was almost sad. Like, instead of making me go, oh, she has the best looking life, I kind of, oh, more. Poor Julia. Hmm. Which is really ironic considering her life is pretty incredible. But anyway, she ended up with one point, which I completely agree with. 
Then we go to Jimmy, who, like, honestly, exactly what I said. He was, it was like watching one of his TikToks. It was exactly what we expected. Uh, the bit that killed me was him throwing away the condom <laughs> once he and his partner are married. I don't know why that surprised shit out of me. I just didn't expect to see that in a 7.30 time slot. Although I suppose they show friends around then and they've talked about condoms in Friends. That was on the other night. Anyway, and then at the end when he he came back to the studio, not the studio, he came back to the Taskmaster house and read the task out again like it was the end of the montage of his life. That that honestly deserved a bonus point. No, it didn't. Okay, it didn't deserve a bonus point. I've gotten carried away. It was just really fucking clever and I loved it. So that was a really fantastic end to the montage. Well done, Jimmy. He got three points. Probably right. I'm happy with that. Let's jump to Danielle next. So Danielle. Danielle's was one of the best montages I've probably ever seen. And it also made me really enjoy her voice. And I can guarantee you, I'm not enjoying hearing my voice back as I'm editing this. So if you've made it this far and you're not sick of me, congratulations. Because I hate my own voice. Well, probably most of us do. She had a big emphasis on Andre the Seal, which I'd never heard of. So I did a quick Google and it's a 1994 movie about a seal. And on the cover of the movie, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And I just, I don't understand why it was so significant to her life, but she must have loved it. It's only got 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. She did highlight a few, a few things. So she talked a lot about scout scum, something when she was in scouts. I don't know if she was joking or not. I could not tell what she was, whether that was a joke. So I guess my question to you guys is, if any of you have been scouts, is there such a thing as a scout level called scum? And if not, let's pretend I understood the joke. Then she got onto the feral pig problem and her and her granddad trapping the feral pigs, which was, at first I was like, what's going on? But then we found out that there are 2.3 million feral pigs in Queensland and I nearly fell off my fucking chair. That is so many feral pigs. Oh my God. So yeah, I'm just, hers was incredible. She died at age 410 apparently. And, or she was on her 410th birthday. I can't remember. That note doesn't make sense. I should have made a better note. It was really impressive. I think the quote for me was, is that woke, is it? To not want the bandicoots to die out? I mean, I don't want the bandicoots to die out. So thank you for teaching me something, Danielle. Um, You got four points. Congratulations. Absolutely worth it. (laughs) Let's go to Nina next. Interestingly, Nina was born in 1993. Um, I did Google that to double check it's true. It is true. She's not yet 30. And that is freaking depressing as someone who's just turned 30. She's on Taskmaster and I'm here watching Taskmaster. So we're both at very different stages in our year and our lives, even though we're the same age. So it's fine. It's fine. She started with the montage of her being born then her reading Space for Dummies which I I was confused, but I went with it. Then she went on to a talk show and talked about going to space. And then she went to space, and then that was the end. As Tom rightly pointed out, that was not her life, and therefore she can't get that many points for it, even though it was beautifully shot, and it's a story I'd love to, to see. It's a movie I'd love her to make. Maybe it could be a show. Anyway, she got two points. Yeah, she's right. The rules are the rules. Montage of your life. That brings us to Luke McGregor. I don't even know what to say about this. If I have to sum this up by what he did. Luke's born. Luke jumps the lake to save a town and supports gay marriage. Luke gets knighted by the king of Tassie. 
Luke cures cancer. Luke dies from winning the sex grand final. Yes, you heard all of that, right? I mean, highlight of the thing, honestly. Luke winking at the camera at his own funeral was just freaking incredible. Could not, could not think of a better video to watch with my spare time. I want to watch it again. I want it to be a movie. Um, but it was so good. It was so good. He got five points for that though. And that's where I'm like, hang on, it's not his life. And Tom did say that. And Luke did say, no, it is, which it's hard to argue with that. But I cannot believe that Nina didn't kick off. Like I said earlier, Nina loves Taskmaster. She absolutely should have fought for more points for herself by that point. I just said points a lot, but she should have. She deserved more points than two if Luke was going to get five for his. So I'm really sorry, Nina. You got you got robbed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm also kind of surprised that Julia isn't more competitive. I mean, she didn't even fight the bit where they said it wasn't a montage. It'll be interesting to see how everyone's personalities develop over the next couple of episodes and to see if anyone starts getting competitive. There's usually more than one or at least one. There's got to be an Ed Gamble somewhere. And I know that I'm the Ed Gamble of podcasts. Aside from the real Ed Gamble. Task three. Fill the glass with orange juice. You may only touch oranges with the items on the bench. Fastest wins. Your time starts now. Bang. The items on the bench were egg beater, keyboard, toothbrush, dumbbell, recorder, and a croc. Not a crocodile, a shoe. So I think we opened with Luke and Jimmy, who were both making use of the dumbbells in different ways. So Luke's was more of a basic, a basic method. He was squeezing the dumbbells onto the table and then trying to tilt the, or catch the drippings of the orange juice into the glass. At one point he decided he could do two at a time um, with both ends of the dumbbells. And then he got Tom to hold two glasses. Was it the best method? No. So what did he decide to do? He then decided to put the bucket of oranges on the ground, put the dumbbell in there vertically, and then sit on top of it to squish the oranges. 10 out of 10. Brilliant. Funniest thing I've seen, apart from all the other funny stuff I said I've seen. He took ages. 17 minutes, 36 seconds. No surprise there. Whereas Jimmy, Jimmy ended up moving the oranges from the bucket using the recorder and the toothbrush into the crock where he then squeezed with the dumbbell, caught the juice in the crock, and then poured it from the crock into a glass. That was brilliant. He had a plan. He had a system. He just worked through it. And he got he got the job done in 7 minutes, 41 seconds. I've got nothing negative to say about that. That was a really good way of just, you get the task, you do the task. You get the task, you do the task. You get the task, you do the task. Oh my god, I've just started doing, you give me cookie, I gave you cookie. What, why did I start that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he got four points because it's a timed task. Don't forget, Luke got three points for his timed task. Nina. Oh, Nina, Nina, Nina. I love her. She was great in Utopia. If any of you haven't seen Utopia, Luke was in that as well. Please watch Utopia on the ABC. Really good at taking the piss out of our local governments, councils, etc. So Nina decided that 50% of the glass could be half full or half empty. But because it could also be half empty, 51% would be full, which is terrible logic. But I liked her creative thinking. So she spent ages trying to stab oranges with a toothbrush. And I mean ages. It looked like she was just crawling around the floor trying to stab an orange. 
before she eventually picked it up with her hands and pretty much ruined her chances. She got one point. She took 19 minutes and 29 seconds to fill 49.4% of the glass. So no, she didn't get to 51%. Oh, Nina, we all watched and hoped and prayed that it was over 50%, but it wasn't. But I admired your effort. Danny L. Danny L. I mean, for a second I forgot what the task was and she just went in there and she ripped those oranges to shreds with her bare hands and she squeezed them. And she got so much juice out of like five oranges and I was just watching going, oh my God, she's amazing. She's unstoppable. Except that she is stoppable because she reread the task. She also got Tom to reread the task and the task says you can only touch the oranges with items on the bench. She touched all of them with her hands. But... I mean, she completed in 2 minutes 55 seconds, which of course she did. She was amazing. She's disqualified. Zero points. And then Julia Morris, she went and got the orange juice from the kitchen fridge, poured it into the glass in a minute 13, and got five points. Bosh. She just did the job and got out. Well done, Julia. That is the cheat that we were all looking for. The hack, the cheat, the cheat code. It was the mother load. It was great. Where'd we end up with that one? All right, we ended up with one point to Nina. Two, no, no one got two points. No one got two points. Oh yeah, I remember this bit. This is the bit where Tom, the taskmaster, looked at Tom Cashman to get the scores. And I was like, Tom should be giving, Tom the taskmaster should be giving out zero, one or two to Nina. Not Cashman, no offense to Cashman. That's fine, Tom's still learning. Both of them, I suppose. Three points to Luke. Four points to Jimmy, five points to Julia, and Danielle, zero points. We're nearly done, guys. Well done. If you're stuck with this, congratulations. You're incredible. Live task. Throw a throw, boot a boot, bowl a bowl, flick a flick, or propeller propeller closest to the edge of the stage. If your item lands off the stage, you're eliminated. If it doesn't make the distance or it's the shortest distance, you're eliminated until one player is left standing, so on and so forth. I really don't know what to say about this one. This is another one that I'm just so uninterested in. I mean, first of all, Channel 10 did an ad just before this and an ad just after, and it was a two-minute task. That is the most fucking insane thing Channel 10 could have done. I get it. You've got, you've got to have ads. Ads pay for the shows, blah, blah, blah. But you can't do that many ad breaks in Taskmaster. You ruin the vibe of Taskmaster. And if you know anything about Australian Taskmaster, you know it's all about the vibe. So, yeah, I don't know. I was really disappointed watching this. They all threw at the same time. I saw someone mentioned on Twitter that they should have thrown one at a time. And I agree. 100% agree with that. Um, I don't even really want to run through it. But I will. Luke went out first uh, with a really poor bowl of the bowl. Because bowls spin and turn. Um, Nina went out second for two points with a poor boot of the boot. Jimmy went out third and Danielle went out fourth, both with a bad flick of the flick, which meant Julia Morris won and got five points. Well done, Julia. But sorry, I've just dissed that whole task. I'm more dissing how it was shot, I think. I think that was more of a production thing than a task thing. I think the task could have been strong, but it just wasn't shot that way. So we ended up with final scores. Luke McGregor finished last on 10 points. Great effort by him from a terrible start. Nina, 12 points. Equals second, Jimmy and Julia on 14 points. But number one, Danielle Walker. 17 points, Danielle. Incredible. Well deserved. I would have given her the win just from listening to her talk about the feral pigs. So congratulations, Danielle. 
so happy you won the first episode of Taskmaster. Something to be proud of, something to cherish forever. So that was that was the show pretty much. Um, so I'm just going to chat for a second now about how I felt about it. Overall, I thought the show was good. Not great, not perfect, but good. A good start. Definitely watchable. Definitely something I would watch again if I weren't aware of Taskmaster. Uh, but being that I am, I definitely will watch it again. I suppose, I think the contestants are going to ease into it. It felt like sometimes they were going for the laugh, which I think you can do to a certain extent. But you kind of have to have a goal of trying, but not trying. Like, you don't all have to want to win, but someone has to want to win. Whereas at the moment, I'm kind of like, maybe Jimmy wants to win. Maybe Danielle. I don't know yet. I thought Nina would have been a bit more competitive. But we're just making, I'm just making assumptions based on their personalities from other TV shows and stuff. So I think it'll improve. Tom Gleason did a good job of being the Taskmaster for the first episode. He will find his groove, I'm pretty sure, and make it his own. I think that's the hard thing with Taskmaster is that we're already so set in our ways with Greg and Alex. And it is really hard branching out to watch other versions. I found it hard when I watched um, the Swedish one and... Is there a Swedish one? Yeah, I'm sure there is. And New Zealand, which New Zealand is like one of my favourite seasons. New Zealand is crazy. So that, you know, I think it'll get better. I think it's just, you know, first episode jitters and Channel 10 ruined it with the ads. But let's look at what you guys were saying. I got a message from Jag saying it was a strong starter. She agrees we didn't suck. Yep, that's how I described it. We didn't suck. She's always watched it without ads, so it was jarring. Oh, I know. Tell me about it. We've just talked. I've just talked about ads like for five minutes. The ads were awful. There were too many of them. Wonder what the full runtime is. Would have loved to have seen more of the live task in the UK version. You would have felt drama. Okay, well, I've got two points there. I 100% agree in the UK one. You would have felt drama. Some of the UK ones have been really underwhelming. Don't forget. Some of them have been over so quickly because it hasn't gone to plan. And yet it was still like the whole show still felt funny. Whereas this kind of had the ad. It had a quick shit task. It was all over too quickly. They didn't drag it out. Another ad done. Um, So I think that was the mistake there. In terms of the runtime, I actually did some research, Jack. So the runtime is the exact same as the UK and New Zealand Taskmaster, which I agree it felt different, but there you go. The exact same. We go to Mandy Meow now. Mandy says she gives it two points this round. Not the best, but not disqualified. Hopefully they all relax into it a bit more by next ep. I completely agree. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen 14 seasons of UK Taskmaster and that's the best thing I've ever seen and I probably will see again. I think it's just going to take a little bit for us to get used to the format, get used to the Aussie version of it. I mean, we're, I, I don't know how other people see us, but in my head we have a really weird sense of humour that some people just don't get. I don't know if it'll be funny. I think we're really sarcastic. I think we like taking the piss and we're just generally like, I think sarcasm is our main form of humour here. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the world takes it when they get to watch it. Hopefully you get to watch it sometime soon. Try YouTube or VPN. What else did Mandy say? Mandy did some excellent tweeting. So I'm just going to go through some go through, go through some of her tweets. 11 minutes in and there's a disappointing lack of shippable sexual tension. I mean, I don't know about you, Mandy, but I did not want sexual tension between Tom and Tom. I'm happy for that to stay between Greg and Alex. I think it, I think it absolutely works for Taskmaster UK but I just don't see it anywhere else. And I don't really want it. I don't need that with Tom. I get my fill in the UK one. Uh, she's Team Luke. Yeah, we all are Team Luke. 
Congratulations to Luke and his partner, by the way. I've just seen the tweet that they're engaged. So that's lovely. I wish I'd remembered her name. Amy, maybe. Got a tweet from Caleb. He thought it was an A-plus start. Everyone immediately showed off their personalities. Gleason isn't as immediately short or rude, but he really enjoys the pain more. Mm. I mean, I somewhat agree. I think he's definitely been shorter and ruder before. If anyone has seen Hard Quiz, they would know. I also feel like I saw some of that, and not in a bad way, in the way that you need to be a little bit snipey and a little bit smart arsey to be the taskmaster, I guess. I don't know, maybe my opinion on taskmaster is different to everyone else's, which is okay. Remember everyone, we're all allowed to be different. <laughs> I like that I have to try and convince you guys that it's okay for me to have a different opinion because I'm scared of you all. <laughs> Why did I do this? Why did I do a public thing where people can listen to me publicly? God knows what I've been thinking. But anyway, that is the initial reaction to Taskmaster Australia episode one. I agree. I think there's improvements to be made. I think if we get a second season or series, as they say in the UK, I don't know, are we going to say season? Sure. If we get a second season, I hope there'll be some changes to the way it's produced with the ads, etc. And a few people actually I saw on Twitter and Facebook have been commenting about a laugh track. And Tom Gleason said it's definitely not a laugh track. I do agree though, it 100% sounded like a fake laugh track. I rewatched a couple of at least three minutes of it over and over again. And I heard the same one laugh every single time. I was like, I get that some people have a distinctive laugh, but it's unusual to be able to hear the exact same set of laughs over a three minute period. So I don't know what that was about. It did, it did sound like a laugh track, which like Tom said, it's not. And you know, I don't want to upset Tom, but there you go. So there are quite a few opinions whirling around at the moment. I think it'll be interesting to see what episode two brings. and. Yeah, we'll take it from there, I guess. So please don't forget you can tweet me at TMDU Podcast, your opinions, your thoughts as you watch the episodes or of my podcast. Um, if they're going to be mean, maybe just keep them in your head. And you can also come and be on here with me and chat with me. I'm going to start organizing uh, catch-ups with people to go through the episodes. We'll meet on Zoom, have a chat, run through it like I have now, but with someone else. So... Thanks to those who have reached out expressing interest. I will be in touch with you soon. And if you're thinking, is Casey nice to chat to? I actually am. I'm really lovely, I promise. I'm just, you know, obsessed with Taskmaster and I just want to talk to people about it. So you are more than welcome to want to talk to me about the episodes as they air. Taskmaster is Thursday night, 7.30 on Channel 10. Tune in and we will do this all again next week. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been insane and incredible. And yeah, I'll catch you all on the flippity flip. Bye.